This is a shock podcast. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that is still waiting to be dissolved by the Prime Minister. Now that's as political as we're going to get, peeps. Uh, today we have Karami Kamil. What's happening, guys? Um, he had a sore throat, but as you can hear, he no longer sounds like Sean Dyche. <laughs> and uh, also there's Nicholas John. Hello, hello. His hair dissolved a long time ago. <laughs> I am Faisal American. Uh, what's dissolved for me? Well, my hopes are Liverpool finishing in the top four. <laughs> uh, that's right. Liverpool are currently in 10th place in the Premier League after their season went off as smoothly as a trip around the Pahang roundabout during rush hour. <laughs> like, you know, you know. Lah. Um, Liverpool beaten 3-2 by leaders Arsenal at the Emirates Stadium. Arsenal scored thanks to Gabriel Martinelli and a Saka punch from Bukayo, uh, who had a brace. Uh, Liverpool had goals from Darwin Nunez and Roberto Firmino. That's the only good news about Liverpool on the night. Uh, they also lost uh, Luis Diaz and Trent Alexander-Arnold to injury. Uh, another disappointing loss for Liverpool, but I think I've given enough opinions about Liverpool this season. Faisal, just tell me what's going on at... <laughs> <laughs> well, Throw it back at the Liverpool supporter. Yeah. As the title of this podcast suggests, uh, Liverpool are the new Manchester United. I mean, <laughs> they're heading to be the new laughing stock. <laughs> um, I saw this infographic recently. Liverpool, um, a few years ago, they had one of the youngest teams on average. And this season... They have the oldest team. They are too reliant on the same old faces. Um, the owners have not brought in uh, enough fresh faces to shake up the squad, give more competition. And I think this has led to some complacency. I think that it is all uh, the owners' fault. I mean, they have been penny-pinching too much. The only reason that um, they've done so well in the past is because of Jurgen Klopp and his genius. And finally, it's catching up to them. Even Klopp can't uh, brush this under the carpet now. Okay, that that is a good point. Not bringing any new players in for the team, but um, we've lauded Virgil van. Di- we've lauded Virgil van Dijk, Allison uh, in the past few seasons, right? But to me, Van Dyke this season looks a shell of himself, um, easily beaten. I, I don't think he has that aura about him anymore this season. And But back, Allison is still doing what he does. It's mm-hmm. just that his, uh, his front four, I mean, his back four in front of him is not doing the job. We know, we've talked about Trent Alexander-Arnold's um, lack of defence capacity, if you might mm-hmm. say. I don't know. Uh, but... So, I think it's it's still the same old Liverpool from last season. The same yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, that's the that... problem. It's the same old Liverpool. I mean, uh, how many games have they played last season? I think they're overplayed. Their legs have gone. They needed um, basically more than than a, a little used player from Juventus, uh, <laughs> uh, who the moment he got into Klopp's training regimen, he gets injured for three or four months. 
<laughs> okay, that that is a good point. I think the legs have gone. They have been playing high intensity matches for what three, four seasons now. That is actually a good point, Faisal. But um, I really, really think that this is still a slump that they are facing. They are still that damn good. They are still good for a top four finish. <laughs> Just <laughs> when I'm being, for a comedy show. <laughs> no, I'm being I'm being I'm being positive for, for the Liverpool fans. Although I would love to rub it in your faces, but I'll I'll contain myself. Uh they're still a good team. Um uh, I just hope that after the World Cup I think this is this this slump is gonna be there until the World Cup ends. Mm. But right after the World Cup I think they'll pick it up. I hope they'll pick it up and be back in in top four contention. You but if fatigue, so sorry. sorry. If fatigue is the problem, when they come back from the World Cup, won't the problem be a little bit worse because they'll be even more tired after a major tournament like that? What makes you think that? At the rate they're going, they'll be selected for the national teams. <laughs> well, <laughs> that is true. And what makes you think that all the Liverpool players are going deep into the World Cup? <laughs> You're right. They could all get eliminated early on. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but but like like Faisal was saying, you know, it, it's a case of yeah, they are very good players, but they are being overworked and overplayed because Jurgen Klopp's heavy metal football is very taxing, very physically taxing, and players like who you know like. Henderson and Thiago Silva and all that, they are not getting any younger. And you mentioned Virgil van Dijk. Uh, that could also be a, a, a sort of symptom of fatigue. You can say the same thing about Mo Salah as well. And yeah, uh, it, it boils down, like Faisal was saying, to that lack of reinforcements. This is something, it's not some something that's new. It's something that you could have seen three, four seasons ago that was going to happen. You know, your players are going to get older. They're going to get a little bit slower. You need to to constantly have that that conveyor belt new players coming in, which is something that they have not done, and uh, they're paying the price for it now. Now, uh, to make things worse for Liverpool, the FA said they're looking into a bust up on the pitch. Apparently, uh, Liverpool captain Jordan Henderson said something that wasn't nice. Uh, we don't know what exactly. Um, I don't want to speculate on this, but it definitely looks bad. Uh, this is not the kind of attention Liverpool wants, given their form, right? Yeah, I don't think this is the. I think this is the attention that they want. Um, I was, I was nonchalantly. I'm not giving a care, not giving a single care about that incident until I saw a tweet uh, showing Allison's response and Firmino's reaction to what Henderson had to say. I thought. It wasn't a great reaction from Allison and uh, Firmino, so it must have been something really, really bad that was said. Uh, I really, really don't want to get into technical stuff, so I just pass it to Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, like, like, like you were saying, you know, we, we don't really know what exactly was said, so we can't comment too much about it. But um, yeah, judging, I referred to, to that clip of, of the reaction of uh, Alison and Firmino. When your own teammates react that way, you, you know it's something bad. So uh, it's one of those things we have to wait and see what happens. But if it turns out to be true and if there's, there's you know, further like repercussion, disciplinary repercussion, it, it'll just make things, you know, from bad to worse for Liverpool. Mm. And I really hope if it, this incident is true, I really wish that Henderson get the punishment he deserve. Uh, again, we don't really want 
to see these kind of things happening. Not even though we we don't know what was said, but yeah, I don't think in 2022 this won't fly anymore. Now, enough depressing news, guys. <laughs> uh, in other matches, uh, Manchester City are still second with a 4-0 win over Southampton. Uh, Tottenham beat Brighton 1-0, which was enough to keep Spurs in third place. Uh, Chelsea moved into the top four with a 3-0 victory over Wolves. Man United... 2-1 win over Everton uh, Bournemouth beat the uh, wonderful characters at Leicester 2-1 <laughs> Newcastle 5-1 win over Brentford West Ham 3 Fulham 1 Crystal Palace 2 Leeds 1 Nottingham Forest 1 uh, Aston Villa 1 uh, when I say 1 I'm talking about the uh, number not the victories <laughs> um, <laughs> Moving on to another type of one, Formula One. Uh, Max, hey, kejap, kejap, not not touching the 700 goals for Ronaldo. Ke? Okay, go ahead. Nah, next time, yeah. I'll just I'll just add. Hey, you want to touch it? You touch it. Okay lah. Um, <laughs> okay, Faisal. Uh, don't we, we must not forget that one of the goats of the sports, Cristiano Ronaldo, just scored his 700 goal. For the question enough as it is, do we have to talk about Ronaldo? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a milestone, so we need to cover it. <laughs> I think it's about time that he he got the goal. Uh, he has been he has not he hasn't been playing that much this season. Uh, he has been making fuss and dramas off the pitch. So I think seeing him scoring that goal, I think it's it's rejuvenating. It's again cementing his position as one of the best players that have that we have ever seen on a football pitch. Uh, I would have I would have loved it to see him score that goal, that important goal against a more a more a more bigger opponent compared to Everton. Uh, I think that's just the <laughs> downside of it. <laughs> well, well he, did, he did pass the milestone uh, against the big Merseyside team. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. No, but, you, but imagine if you had scored his 700th goal in that match against Man City. That oh. would have hurt, right? I mean, you, you hit such an incredible milestone and at the same time you got thrashed by your neighbours. Not that big a team, not like City, oh. just like Arsenal or Liverpool, you know. <laughs> okay, guys. So congratulations, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, for passing that huge milestone. I'm sure it must have hurt. I've passed the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, now uh, moving on to Formula One. Max Verstappen successfully retained the drivers' championship after winning the Japanese uh, Grand Prix, or rather, a wet Japanese Grand Prix that makes the rain in Sepang looks like a slight drizzle. <laughs> Uh, and you'd think there would have been a repeat of what happened in Sepang in 2009, right? Uh, in that race, Jensen Button won, but uh, only half points were awarded. Yeah, correct. It, it was a rain-shortened race at Suzuka. And normally when you don't run full distance, uh, only half points are awarded. Uh, but for some reason, I don't know why, uh, that was not the case over the past weekend. And in the end, Verstappen got the points uh, that he needed to wrap up the world title. Uh, I know many people are going to be complaining about controversial circumstances again you know mm-hmm. but the fact is this was always going to be Verstappen's year it was only a matter of, of when and not if he won the title uh, Red Bull and Verstappen have been by far 
the best team and driver this season. Ferrari and Mercedes have simply not been able to keep up. And I seriously don't think that that Leclerc would have been able to catch up in, in the standings, even if he if he uh, was not awarded full points here. So I, I think no arguments about Verstappen winning the title. Uh, he truly deserved it this season. And even though it was not uh, a straightforward title win, uh, at least the title race this year was a little bit more clear-cut compared to you know, last season's finale in Abu Dhabi. All right, that's it for today's episode. But before we go, I just want to say that it's okay to not feel okay, you know, uh, especially Liverpool fans. Uh, <laughs> apart from them, apart from Liverpool fans, you know, there is still this huge stigma surrounding mental health and uh, everything around it. It is time to end that. On that note, I am Faisal American. I am Karami Kamil. And I'm Nicholas Jobb.